this is Janine, and you're watching Outside the Box. Standing by to join me is Matt Berman. And I ha happened to get a hold of his latest music video, You Okay, and I loved it, so I wanted to invite him on the show. Welcome, Matt. Hey, how's it going? I'm Great. happy to be here. Thank you for asking me to be here. I'm really excited. And you're from my favorite city. Oh, thank you. New York City. My favorite city, too. How long have you lived there? All your life? All my life, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, originally from Staten Island, and then I uh, went to uh, high school and college in the city. So once I was going for college, I'm like, let me just move. And so now exactly. I live in East Village, which is so nice. A lot oh, of like, it's artists. Amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Great place to live. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I can't. I, I always tell myself, oh, you never know. Like, maybe I'll go somewhere else. No, I can't. <laughs> no, it's ingrained in you. It. Yeah, I just, not that I do anything late night but just knowing that stores are open it's like comfort you know? right I could always go get something in the middle of the night if necessary you know and I growing up in New York I used to be a little nervous going out mm -hmm. at night but I remember getting off a plane from the west coast and checking into my hotel and it was it was like 11 o'clock mm -hmm. and just strolling around you know I think yeah. I was like east 25th street I'm like you know I just decided I needed to take a walk and I have never felt safer actually. Yeah, no, it's really nice. And all like they've done so much in the city to make it that way too. And I'm really fortunate because from my apartment, I, I live right on 14th street, which is super, super busy. But then I have another entrance to my apartment where there's a park. So I kind of get the best of both worlds. If I go out one side, it's crazy. And if I go out the other side, I can just kind of walk and chill and, Nice. Just walking around the neighborhood. I love this neighborhood being like half kind of super neighborhoody, And then you can go when there's a target down the block, you know, so it's, <laughs> it's a nice in-between yeah. of the craziness and relax. Uh, I cannot believe you live on East 14th Street. When I was little, my dad was divorced, my mom, and his mm -hmm. apartment was on East 14th Street. Whoa, no way. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. See, that's why we have a connection. Exactly. You know? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. What has it been like for you, you know, as um, an artist mm -hmm. living through this pandemic and then how you crank out this music video? Yeah, it has been unprecedented. I always like go to my family and I'm like, God, what, what, am, what do I do? Like, what, like, how do I figure <sighs> out how, do, how am I going to gig? How am I going to make money? What, what am I going to do? Right. Um, it has been so hard and it kind of has opened my eyes to all the opportunities that I wasn't aware of. Um, Cause pre COVID, you know, I just really focused on how many gigs can I get? How can I get my name out there by playing gigs and what are the best gigs for me? Mm -hmm. And now I'm really focusing on, okay, what kind of material can I put out there and how can I put out, put it out there to be the most effective way uh, possible. And I'm also doing a lot of recording and producing a lot of videos. Um, so we finished you okay. We, we, we were kind of in the studio when COVID started to hit. Uh, it was maybe like a week or so before it, this whole lockdown when we finally finished it up. Um, and we kind of just got it in the nick of time. Like, I think we mixed and mastered all like remotely bouncing it back and forth with mm -hmm. each other. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was just so happened to be perfect timing, despite it being a terrible pandemic. Um, In New York city. Who got, oh, which yeah. got slammed in oh, March. Yeah. I think it was like March 15th. March. Was like the big, oh, it was terrible. Um, but then I had released the song or I had intentions of releasing the song at that time. And um, I knew I wanted to do a music video. So we put the song out and I really wanted to follow up with a video. Um, but I had some some footage here and there, but I really didn't have much. Uh, because I was like, oh, it's fine. I have all this time. And then sure. pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so did a lot. I did a lot of the video super DIY. And I mm-hmm. have, I did it with like three different cameras. And I had help from my family, my girlfriend, my bandmates, um, all just like, all right, what's a safe way to do this? Yes. And I knew at least for myself, like, uh, in my last video, One More Night, we shot that with like a beautiful red camera and we went location, location, mm-hmm. you know, we had yes. actors and stuff. I'm like, God, how am I going to just figure it Yeah, right. just figure it out. So there's a lot of remote shooting. There was a lot of isolated shooting and me just sitting on a fire escape. Um, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. And then going around different places, like all the, the different hospitals, because I, I, I did want it to to be about you going to be okay in general. I didn't want to just say, Oh, it's just for the pandemic, but I obviously it played a huge role in it. And I wanted to send out that message to, of course, you know, the listener, but yeah. also to the, the healthcare workers and all the people that are contributing for the reason that we are okay, <laughs> because sure. we couldn't do it without them. And of course, all the MTA workers, all the transit workers, all, even the restaurants that stayed open to just do takeout and delivery for people, you know? So exactly. It was crazy. (laughs) There's there. Yeah, it was a lot. It was definitely an undertaking. I had to learn final cut pro by myself, which took a a while in a month. (laughs) I'm like at the time too, like I had thrown a lot of money into recording the song and recording the songs that are coming out soon. So I'm like, I'm not, going to be able to hire an editor right now I better learn how to edit you bet yeah Yeah. I mean our whole our life has been completely flipped around and we're you know it's either you pivot or you don't Mm -hmm. And, and pivoting is essential oh yeah I took the after that the song came out I kind of don't like to stop working that's like Mm -hmm. I don't I really love working um so right after the song came out I had put it out I had done as much PR as humanly possible through all these social media platforms and other other ways of going about it. I had put the video out, same thing. I got as many people involved as humanly possible, family, friends. Um, and then I started, I thought to myself, okay, how, how the heck am I going to continue this momentum, right? Because due to uh, my, my biased opinion, but good and bad, I guess, of streaming services, it, you know, it's not like selling CDs anymore. You're not going to make money off of CDs. Right. So how, how am I going to figure out paying my rent? <laughs> because I can't do what kind I usually important. do. Yes. Yeah, a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. student loans and rent. <laughs> They're, they're right. never going to leave you. Exactly. I'm like, oh gosh. So I started, I, I always wanted to score music for film. And so I took that, that path. So I took the time to make a demo reel. And I remember when I went, to, I went to the new school for jazz and contemporary music. And there was a teacher there named George Fontanet. And he did, he's done an amazing amount of films and TV. 
and he inspired me to get it together. So I gave him a call. I'm like, how do I, do, what do I do? Um, and so I, he helped me a little bit along and I made a demo reel and I started reaching out to people. Um, very similar to you. I had my own show as well, which I continue to do my own podcast and I got some sponsorships going for that. So that was a nice source of income. Mm-hmm. And then right now I'm working on three films and I'm producing a music video for another artist as well as putting out the next song, which will, which is just about done. So I think learning, like you said, to pivot and even just, yeah, just exploring the other worlds and other routes of other opportunities musically has been huge for me. Right. And learning to, to not doubt yourself and say, you know, I don't think I can learn Final Cut Pro. Like, can you you imagine? I mean, I was terrified. I was like, you know, thank God for YouTube. But um, (laughs) I mean, I, I had so many fails. Like I, 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 I always knew for my music and I don't know why this didn't link. I have three backup hard drives for every kind of track that we put out and I saved every, you know, save it three times just in case. And for whatever reason, I'm like, oh yeah, video, I don't need to save it three times. The amount of times that I lost content, I'm like, you learn, you learn the hard way. And yes, I was terrified, um, but you know, you just got to do it because no one's going to do it for you. Exactly. And yes, you could pay someone to do it, but how about your vision? Like start from what your vision is. Totally. And learn, use this time to really grow and learn. Yeah, I think this is a great time for for all of that, you know, learning learning a new skill or learning a new pathway. Like if you're an if you're an actor, then learn how they cast people or like learn what the people behind the camera are doing so you can even get better at your craft. And for me, what I was kind of saying on my podcast is if you're a musician right now, like this is the perfect time to explore different routes like the film scoring, like producing, learn how to you know, learn how to use Pro Tools, not just sit in the studio and the other guy does it for you and you just sing into the mic. You know, yeah. learn logic, learn all these softwares because we have so much time to do it. And even yes. if you're working, like the world is still not normal. So yeah. <laughs> you do have the time. Like I had my guitar out earlier because I've always had the stigma of like, I don't want to be the guy that like sings and plays guitar all the time. Um, you but had that stigma? I, like, yeah, because I'm like the singer songwriter, cool guy oh, that oh. sings and plays guitar. I'm like, I'm going to play piano. I've gone against it the whole time, but I'm like, you know what? I've been putting out covers just to keep your, keep relevant and keep yes. people wanting Good. to come back when when we do go back to normal. Right. Um, so I'm like, oh, all right, it's about time. Let's <laughs> just start figuring it out. Right. But it is exciting when you push yourself to learn something new because whether, you know, you're picking up an instrument for the first time or revisiting it or learning a software program, everything is, it's a great use of time. Oh, yeah. I think even if, even if you don't become the greatest producer ever known to man, mm-hmm. you know, or myself, I'm probably not going to be the next Spielberg, but I got a video done that I'm really proud of. I felt accomplished. If it gets 1 million views or if it gets one view, I know, hey, I, I worked my butt off and look at this thing that I can be proud of. Exactly. Um, that people are going to see. And then, like you said, for the vision, like I had a vision for the song and I had great people to collaborate with. And I had a vision for the video and I can say, I did that. You, you know? bet. You mentioned something a few minutes ago about 
really somebody that was a mentor to you. Mm -hmm. Would you say he, he caused a shift in your mindset that helped you find direction? Oh yeah. So when I was in school, I went to at, at the new school, there was a lot of jazz people. There was a, which they have a certain mindset and a way of going about things. Mm-hmm. There is, I also took an R and B ensemble class, which is, was directed by Bernard Purdy, which he made the Purdy shuffle, like a, a groove. How cool wow. is that? Wow. And then the film, which was kind of a combination of two. So specifically George Fontenet as a person, he made film and writing for film. Cool. You know, at the time, and I've, I'm sure a lot of people felt this way, especially going to school for performance. Um, I wanted to be the next, you know, I want to be the next Justin Timberlake. You know, I, that's the only cool thing. Everything else is not as cool because he's the guy and he gets all the girls too. And he's really cool, you know? Okay. So learning that, that is that, that doing the production and doing the film scoring and, and the composing was at that cool. And I think an instructor, like you said, like an instructor that way that makes you think about that is like, whoa, he's so cool. And he does all these things. I mm-hmm. want to be like, I could do this. And since, since I was like maybe six years old, I've always write, wanted to write for Disney. So, you know, the first thing on that film reel was a Disney short. Of course. But um, no, it definitely made a big difference. And even the people I collaborate with now, um, my friend Jake Owen, he's an amazing guitar player. He plays with the band Augustana. I, that's how I met him because I wanted to be like the singer in Augustana. And then I found the, each band member after every gig, like, I love you. You're so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think a hundred percent what you're saying, the, the people who mentor you really define, I think your choices. Like when I was, I also, when I was starting to play saxophone, I had one teacher, his name was Paul Korn. He was so cool. He took me on gigs. I went to go Uh see him play. And I think that's a reason why I stayed with it because it's really hard. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you choose a life of, especially studying it in school, instead of going to hang out with your friends, you sit in it in practice room. Yes. So I think that's huge. It's very influential. It's really interesting how you choose to spend your time too, because I'll have people asking me, so what are you watching? What what are you binge watching? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nothing. Right. I will say, I will say I am again, I'm, I don't watch TV during the day. Like I'll wake up and watch the news. Okay. I'll watch the news in the evening while I'm having dinner. Mm -hmm. But around 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, I I always make time for one show. And And so now I'm catching up on Game of Thrones. I've never watched it. Didn't know the hype. Didn't understand the hype. Now I know. Now you know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know now. (laughs) So that's, that's like been the thing. Like that's nothing cool. sets you to sleep more than gore and deceit, you know? So. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping with the light on. <laughs> yes. No, I understand. Yeah. So it's funny. a fun show. That's my one thing right now. I've gone like each month, if I finish something or however long it takes, I, I do, I take the time for one show. I think it's good for your brain though, because I know I like to write. I've been writing uh, short scripts. I just wrote a pilot. And Mm -hmm. when you let your mind just rest and go away from thinking so much about that thing or all these other projects, and you just go have this diversion, I think it's really good. And you can come back to whatever it is you're working on refreshed. Yeah, there's, it might've been like an article or a book. I won't actually refer to it, but there's something that's like, 
how be creative by not being creative or so i don't know to- yeah, like I totally taking agree a with walk you. or yeah. you know, riding your bike or whatever yeah exactly using the other side of the brain a little bit or just resting it yes <laughs> which has been hard too and you know we can table this part of the discussion or we can elaborate i've talked to a lot of artist friends during this quarantine and the pandemic and saying hey do you want to rip your hair out too you know <laughs> just empathizing and a lot of people and i felt it as well despite having this time specifically with lyric writing for me it's been really challenging really hard. I, yeah. yeah you i i think you do get this sort of sense sometimes of like Oh man, it's almost like a creative depression in a way. Yes. For me, it was lyrics and you know the regular instrumental stuff and the scoring was fine, but lyrically it's been hard. And for other people, I know too, it just everything has yeah. been challenging. So I feel like it's been a real like roller coaster, you know, emotionally for everyone, but right. as well as for artists right. too. So you and I were talking about um, my mentoring series that I'm launching, mm-hmm. and. I want to know from your perspective, can you imagine yourself in college right now, you've lost your internship or that job position that you were so excited about? Like, what would you, how do you think you would be handling the situation? I mean, honestly, you probably would be really upset, obviously, but what, what advice would you give to somebody in college right now? God, first I would say, going to be okay stop crying because i know that's what i would do first Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would feel despair and lost um as many of us have barring even without a pandemic um what i think they don't teach you it's and i think it will relate to now what they don't teach you in school is you're not going to get a gig coming out of school no matter what profession you have in the arts world in my opinion yeah so I think taking the time, what I've noticed is the connections and connecting with people that are not just like your drinking buddies on a Sunday, Mm -hmm. right? So putting your name out there, um, which I wish I would have done a bit more when I was in college, I did do the, the jam sessions and I went up to, you know, smalls jazz club and I went to the jazz gallery and I'd get my butt kicked every weekend, you know, but, um, the taking the time now, like if you lost your internship, that's awesome. Great. Now go build your own business because all the time that you would have had, you know, dedicating to someone else's growth, you can focus on your own. You bet. So I think that's huge. Um, I would say go whatever you want to do, go start putting your name out there. Like I could tell you for me, you know, I've, I'm lucky enough that I do have those connections now where I do get work uh, by word of mouth, but I also search the Facebook groups for NYC film Facebook groups. And I messaged every single person. Hey, do you need music? Hey, do you need music? Um, I went on production hub. I went on Upwork, all the freelancer sites, putting yourself out there, posting the things that you do, making a demo page, all this stuff that takes time, creating profiles on different places, make a website. I have a demo reel on my website now for all my film scoring stuff. All this stuff that takes time, good thing you don't have that internship anymore because now you can focus on what's really important. Definitely. So, yeah, I'm very passionate about that. I could get really intense. So, so. <laughs> no, it's good. You yes. know, I think um, it's interesting. At the beginning, I was looking for freelance work and mm-hmm. all the rejection was just getting to me. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, I think all the rejection did me a favor because I remember having great conversations with somebody and thinking a project was going to come through. 
And it reminded me of dating when you think mm-hmm. you have this connection and then they ghost you. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh really? Well, you know what? I'm going to take away from that conversation that I was able to articulate what I really want to do. And what mm-hmm. I really want to do is not necessarily work with that person or that organization. I think I want to do my own thing. Right. I think, I think to your point, I agree. And I think also, you know, for the people that are unsure right now and in this position, do keep in mind, yes, you do have to pay your bills. So, yes. you know, for me, when I, when I was starting and I had absolutely no projects, um, you know, sure, I would take the thousand dollar or whatever it may have been a low budget film to do, you know, half hour of music that right. I essentially lost because yeah. I could have made a lot more money if it was a regular budget, yeah. but you have to take those too. And I, I think that's a learning experience as well. You know, don't think uh, your first film is going to be the next Captain America movie, you know, or something right. like that. Um, yeah. But I, I agree with you. I think it's very important. I think people, I think people, like you say, the fear of rejection, I think that holds people back a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the fear of being judged holds people back a lot i believe that i believe that in the war and i'm sure you've dealt with this too as creative types the worst thing and similar to dating instead of someone just saying no they just won't say anything right like the ghosting thing the ghosting that is the worst. i cannot tell you literally i would yeah. send out 200 emails every like three days saying, Hey, I do music and just no response. Nothing. So much worse. Exactly. I'd rather you say like, nah, you suck. You know, I've heard <laughs> that a lot. It's fine. <laughs> you know, and we all hear the no. Uh, and yes. I think we've grown resilient to the no, at least if we're haven't you quit bet. yet. You bet. You know? <laughs> so. you know, I also want to say, I think you also have to know what you, your value is. So for example, there are so many jobs out there. Um, different places, wherever it is, let's say Indeed, for example, Mm -hmm. and they'll give you a nice title, right? Producer, blah, 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 you know? And then it's like $25 an hour. And and I'm thinking, know your value. Yeah, no, seriously. I have looked on Indeed because I was looking through like composer jobs and I just had, I just decided, let me Google it. Yes. And Indeed, of course, because they have the big money and the SEO, they're up top. Yes. And I'll look at Indeed. And just to look, yes. I just want to see what things are going for. Yes. And yeah, everything is so much lower. Granted, I know the economy is kind of shot, um, but oh, oh my gosh. The, I like uh, When I was in college, I was an assistant buyer, right? Because mm-hmm. I needed to pay rent. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I worked for the fashion company Diesel. And I mean, at the time, I mean, I was getting paid nothing. I was getting paid like maybe 45000 if that, if that. Okay. And I look on the job sites for Indeed because it's, I guess, I don't know, it tracks me. Yeah. And there are buyer jobs now in, in offices or remote and they're getting paid like thirty five. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do people live? Terrible. There's absolutely no way can people, someone no. can like, at least in New York City, which the job is in. Yes. Because Google will track me. <laughs> but <laughs> it's crazy. Everything is lower. Um, and right. I agree with you. You have to know your worth. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's sad because there's so many people now that are on unemployment and right. getting the unemployment pay. And then you see a job, not maybe 39,000, but you see a job that's even less than what you'd get after taxes on unemployment. And you're like, Oh, what, come on. What's the right? point? Exactly. Yeah. What is the point? And then, you know, people, 
really feel like they need to work. And so they have to take that rate, but that's not what they're really worth. It's insulting. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's really sad. You know, we have, uh, we, I won't turn into a political no, I know. Uh, conversation, <laughs> but there's a lot, there's a lot going on and, you know, yeah. I think we should be paying people, like you said, what they're worth. You bet. Um, and especially artists, a lot of, I love the shirt that the PIC people have is like, don't ask people to create for free. Exactly. That's cool. Unless it's I like your that. buddy that he's like, oh yeah, I'll do you a favor. Cool. Awesome. Exactly. But yeah. yeah, it's, it's frustrating. I can't tell you the amount of, like, even I just quoted a guy that wanted, I think he's like five to 10 minutes of music. And I gave him a very reasonable quote. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not, not. Oh, you froze. Uh, you froze. Can you hear me? Is it though? Oh, wait, 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 wait. You completely yeah. froze that last minute. Oh my goodness. And you said, um, wait a minute. You said this guy wanted a quote. I thought it was reasonable. And then you froze. Oh, okay. So yeah, there was a gentleman that wanted a quote for his film. It was a very, very short film. Very, very reasonable quote. I went lower than usual because I've, it, it, I was very interested. It was a rom-com. Yeah. I love yeah. rom-coms. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, for, well, I only have like $200. And I'm like, dude, oh, come man. On. Like, dude, come on, man. Not right. the, Again, I'm not too prideful. Like, I would still work with anyone with any budget, but that's like. That's, no. <laughs> that's go have your friend do it. Yeah. <laughs> or like license something online. Exactly. Probably cost you $200. Exactly. What else would you like people to know about you? Oh, man. Um, tall, dark, and handsome. Um, I'm kidding. Um, humble. Yeah, humble. so humble. Um, yeah. No, uh, I think it's really important, especially in these times. You know, I, my, my, sole, my sole purpose, in my opinion, is to create music. And how I'd like to create music is to go out and play and do these shows and tour which I miss very, very much. But when it's not possible to, I think it's really important to make music, but just in maybe some different ways. And they all use those really fun parts of your brain. Um, and that's what I've been starting to do. And I, I love it. And I found success. And I think a lot of people can find success as well. It's amazing. Where can people find out more about you? Yes. All right. Well, you can go to www.monroemusic, M-O-N-R-O-E music.net. I'm also on Instagram at Matt Berman Music or at Matt Berman Podcast. I think that's right. Okay. And I'm on Facebook too. How did you come up with the name of your latest album? Oh, man. Well, you okay? It was like, I just wanted to simplify it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just, super simple, you okay? Um, but the album, I will be coming out with an album a bit closer to when things are a little back to normal, but there is going to have a song going to be a song coming out. I I like, there's not like a clear defined chorus. I really don't have the name for it, but are you going to call it? Are you normal? (laughs) Yeah. uh, You okay. (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) There you go. I'm excited. It'll be on the website at some point and hopefully very soon. Okay. Excellent. Yes. Well, Matt, I've really enjoyed this and congratulations on everything you're doing. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
Absolutely. I still can't get over that you're in the same area where I used to visit my dad. East 14th. I know. Next time we do this, I will take you on my phone and we'll do a neighborhood. Okay. Walk. <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out his address. I must have it somewhere because then he yeah. lives different places. So let me know because it, if maybe it's around here. Maybe I don't it was know. that building. I'm feeling a vibe. <laughs> that building. I think so. It's got yeah. good vibes. Yeah. It's a great area. <laughs> oh, I love it. I can't complain. All right. Be well. And thank you so much. Thank you. I will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you.